under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. What a fun conversation off there. <laughs> it's Friday, finally. Finally. Friday, Friday, Friday. TGIF, what's going on? How you doing, Brandon? I'm all right. What about you, John? I'm great. I'm great. I'm a little sore. I'm a little sore. Well, my, no, like here in my back of my legs. Not sore. Oh, the, the he yoga. gave a little grimace. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, he's sore. <laughs> I've been there before, too, but look, good Lord. And alongside Brandon and myself, we have Mr. Spotlow. Hey, man. And 84. You Did you shave? He looks pretty good. Look at him looking shave. all clean and stuff. Yeah, looks good. I was wondering who that boy was walking in here. That's why I look 29 years old again. Yeah? My daddy had a GTO. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a right guard commercial. <laughs> uh, looks great, man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, that's the amazing thing about dudes. As soon as I have, you know, I have three daughters. And yes. I actually had to go somewhere yesterday, and, and none of my children, nobody saw me or anything until I got home last night. And I just decided to clean up and say, I'm... If y'all don't know, I had a goatee, and I usually have a scraggly five-day beard, and my hair was about two inches long. It's like a quarter of an inch long now. And every one of my girls noticed that I had shaved, and Coleman just walked right by me. He's like, hey, Daddy, and just kept on walking. And my wife... And I've been in the studio for about ten minutes now, and Joey just noticed that I shaved all. Oh no, my I noticed as soon as I saw you, but I just didn't. You know, I wanted to but bring anyhow, it up. It's on air material. Guys don't care. My we point, don't care. That's right. Well, dudes don't notice. We notice, but we don't care. It's like ah, you shave. And well, then you get Good in for you. you know, but here, you, you just, get in trouble for not noticing, though. Women get on to you. Did you not notice? I have a new hairstyle. Yeah, it looks fine. No, but you, oh, and never say it looks fine. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. no. Yeah, but Seth, your comment just opened up a door to my mind. What I've been thinking about today, uh, it's like the 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 battle of the of the sexes conversation. Men are like this, women are like this. Somebody brought up the we need to have a conversation about race thing, and I just have to get this off my chest. Whether it's the men women thing, the race conversation. Most of the time, there can be great discussions, but most of the time, I'm annoyed. It's like, tell me how everybody is in this crazy, diverse world. Well, well the, wait, the, all women, all men do this? Oh, oh no. The, th- the <laughs> thing is, I mean? the thing is, most people quote stereotypes. Yeah. 
And the other thing is that most people are not open-minded in those conversations. So it just ends up, you just button heads. You know, I'm right. No, I'm right. You know, and it's like nobody wants to give and take. Nobody wants to listen to the other side. Right. And that's the trouble with it. Why can't we all just be wrong? We, oh, we can. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the problem. We all are wrong. But nobody wants to admit about it. Something. I mean, I love to plumb the depths of my ignorance. I love to plumb the depths. When you said annoyed. I'm glad you finished that statement. <laughs> when you said annoyed, I thought You'd about. you get another call if you didn't. <laughs> when I said annoyed? I thought about the annoyed. The Noid? The Noid, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that took me I back. know, that's old school, boy. Yeah. Come on, come on, Grandpa, you know. Oh. You don't? No you clue. About the Noid? No clue what y'all are talking Dominoes. about. Domino's. Yeah. The Noid, the little weird little monster they had back in the yeah. late 80s, mid-90s. Yeah. Little floppy hair when you ran around and stole your pizzas. Yeah, the mid-90s. I had children in the mid-90s. <laughs> I was annoyed. Yeah, he was he was like the spokesman for Domino's for yeah. a minute. Cool. That's, that's just like that's just like the little girl. From I remember. Wendy's. I remember Spuds McKenzie. Y'all remember uh, him? Yeah. No, you remember no. the you remember the old lady in the Wendy's commercial? Where's the beef? <laughs> hey, yeah, I like that lady. I like I your like impression that. of old lady. Yeah. Where's the beef? Yeah, it was a little old lady, and what ended up happening to her? You can you can look it up. They uh, Wendy's had this ad campaign because they used 100 percent beef in their supposedly in their meat patties, mm-hmm. and she would say, "Where's the beef?" And they would show a picture of a small little ham, you know, a big ass hamburger bun with a tiny little piece of meat on it, right. and she would say, "Where's the beef? Where's the beef?" And, and that was a whole ad campaign. You, you, and then she got she did another commercial for. I can't remember what the other company was. And she's rocking in a rocking chair. And, I mean, she's grandma. I mean, she's an old woman. And she says, I finally found it. I finally found it. And that she never said, where's the beef? Because I'm sure that was trademark. I finally found it, I Alabama. finally found it. And they fired her, and that's when she lost her gig. Wow. She messed all that up with that one but, other but, commercial. But you, but, but you know what's sad? She could actually ask that now because if you look at most of these she fast food did. chains and stuff, like McDonald's and all of them be up there like, well, now we're serving quarter pounders with 100% real beef. Okay, what was it before then? <laughs> Hell, you just asked that question like, you okay, know. Okay, I got the answer. All right, go, go so, you know uh, this? so okay. on the way up here, I was uh, getting gas and uh, there was a truck that pulled up next to me and had a goat in a cage. And... Uh, I looked over at the goat and I was like, uh, "What you doing later tonight?" No, I said, "How's your day?" You know, <laughs> that is so wrong. And then, and then, like, it said something, and it was like, "Seth." <laughs> see, see, any, anytime you get to talking to animals and they talk back, and yeah, I was something up. Yeah. yeah, so that was my ride in. That's I had a, what's up. I had a sheep say, "Seth." Wow. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. I hope I was bad. I know, man. The Lay that loudest out. vibrating phone in history. Is that you? I, no. I don't know. It might be. No, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just wondering. That no, I said it might be. That could be useful. I could hear the vibration. <laughs> <laughs> that's just impressive. Yeah, that made me pick up my phone. Yeah. So, 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 wait a minute. So, so. Um, what other things have you guys gotten into today? Like today. Hmm. Today. Well. 
I personally am pumped that a title just inked a deal with the Prince Estate coming out with a new unreleased album in 2019. Oh. And I think there's a, the, a Warner Brothers deal where there's another album from the vault being coming out in the fall of this year. So so basically they're going to do like they did Michael Jackson, just release this stuff little by little. The family estate is just going to do yeah, that to well, kind of keep money flowing. The guy who's the head of Spotify's music is the guy who's been tapped to run the estate on how they're going to release Prince's music. Um, which is pretty remarkable, and it's remarkable the guy runs a lot of Spotify is giving title this exclusive deal um, for like two weeks. It'll only be on title. That's cool. Though. That'll make a ton of. Well, money. that's what Jay Z is. Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, and that's actually what I I use title, and the reason I did is before Prince died, he was only on title, and he would come out with like playlists he himself would make. He'd come out with a song of the week that he would select. Is, so is kind this of a cool relationship? Is there going to be like a whole album? Like yeah, like we used to would have where you could listen from song one yeah. to song ten. And they connect. It's all in the and, vault. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. But but see, or is it just going to be ten singles just chunked out? No, actual or? fully done albums that he just okay. did and stashed that, away. That that would be a lot better than just chunking out I singles. Agree. I agree. And, and I I can predict that Prince probably has a lot of music locked up. Oh yeah, yeah a lot of stuff man. that he just I mean, never used. What is that? That's like almost forty years, if if not mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And, and he knew I how mean, to play and every jamming, instrument. And you too, know you so. record most of that. Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. You know. No, his whole Paisley Park was every room was mic'd for sound. Oh yeah, like the stories Kevin Smith tells. Oh, like you know, he's one, awesome. Yeah, he got called by Prince one day, and by called by Prince, it was like somebody called him and goes. Uh, Prince is going to call you in like 30 minutes. <laughs> so I think, what? Oh, okay. Uh, Prince is going to call you in five minutes. Oh, all right. Yeah. And then uh, we're sorry. He got caught up in the studio. It's going to be another five here. And then finally, he's just sitting there by his phone and like picks up and is like, Kevin? Prince? Like, yes. And like went on and on about how much he loved Prince Love Dogma that Kevin Smith did. And like started telling him weird little parables. Like, if a big snake has a baby, what's the baby going to be? Uh, a little snake? That's correct, Kevin. <laughs> we come, we are our fathers. And it's like, what? That's great. That movie's awesome. No, no, but, no, but, you, but, you, but you know what? I would love to have a conversation with, with Prince and Michael Jackson in the same room. Just to see. I want to oh, see yeah. a fight. Apparently, that was a one-sided beef. Like, what, y'all know the story about Yeah, that. I do. I do. Uh, when, Michael, when Michael Jackson did the video Bad, the original part that Wesley Snipes played in that video was for Prince. And you know the first line of Bad is, you know, your butt is mine. And Prince was up there like, wait a minute, you, you're going to say that to me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We ain't doing that. Nah. Uh-uh. And so it goes, you know, Wesley Snipes wow. played the part. It started Wesley Snipes' career and catapulted, you know, Michael Jackson's album way up there. So, yeah. you know, and it's just one of them crazy things that you never think. Like, Prince would have been in a Michael Jackson video? 
Oh, wow. You know, well, he was like, Prince was an enigma because there's this great interview in the 2000s where this reporter very earnestly, it's a great question, is like, what has it been like as a black performer in America? And he gave an answer like, I don't, we all come in different shapes and sizes. Him definitely talking about how small he is uh, and different, we look different, uh, but I don't like to put myself in a box. Yet that's, that answer from that guy, he's the same guy who secretly helped Spike Lee fund the Malcolm X movie and get it completed he is also the guy and this is like another kevin smith story where he essentially abandons kevin smith and paisley park to shoot a documentary about his newest album called rainbow children that's when prince was like real big jumping back into being a jehovah's witness so it's a concept album about the jehovah's witness bible essentially like one that song's one plus one is one is three it's about like the hierarchy of like god man woman like oh maybe the patriarchy is real in some corners anyway uh so he's like abandoned kevin smith with all these super huge prince fans in paisley park and trying to do a Q&A off an album he's only just heard that he did not write. And so one person you know, pipes up and goes, I think Prince is saying here that the white devil is the white man and stole the black man's music. And Kevin's like, I don't know, man. I just, I like you know, slip on the purple banana until they put us in the trucks. Let's go crazy. Like, I don't know about what all this white devil stuff. So finally he gets to go hang out with Prince in a conf- in like his office. And he goes, Prince, they uh, they think you're saying it's the white devils, the white man took the black man's music. And Prince's response was, well, if the bra fits. And Kevin Smith is like, if the bra fits, what does that mean? Like, it's like, wow. you, you, you bring me up here, I spend a whole week, and you're going to say if the bra fits? <laughs> I mean that that's a that's a simple prince that's a simple prince answer. Yeah. But but you know what? But yeah, you know what, is. guys? So so wait a minute. So guys, so if you could have a conversation with a musician that's no longer here, I mean, who would it be? Mm, that's a good one. Jim Morrison. Ooh, Ooh. A poet. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Lizard came in. Oh yeah. I'm all about that. I'm about you, '84. I finally agree with your music choice. A musician oh. that is no longer here. Ah. Uh, Let's say no longer here. I, it probably would be Michael Jackson. That's, pro- that's probably who I would like to just sit wow. down and talk to. Oh yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Because I would like, I would like to talk to him. He was such a performer, and the reason I say that, he was such a performer, and he, you know, he, he, he emoted, uh, you know, a facade of who the the entertainer Michael Jackson was. I'd like to, you know, just sit down with him and say, Mike, what's up, guy? And just talk to him and man personally, man. well, not necessarily man to man, not in a what you know, age? in in uh, how old was he at like the bad when the bad came out? 30, 32, 31, yeah, somewhere in that area. Yeah. I mean, I would just like to talk to him and say, What was it like growing up being the greatest ever when you were nine years old singing <laughs> ABC? <laughs> And the pressure that he had on him, and and I I don't know, and I I don't make any judgments on whether he did what was alleged against him or did not, but what was the pressure like when he was the head of the Jackson 5, and he toted that family, and you know his daddy was just not physically beating him, but was beating him to we've got to keep going, 
because you look at the way they acted after he died and what they did with his estate and all that. But I would just like to know just him personally, what was the pressure like? How did it affect you? And what did it do to you know, your mental state? Having to live with that, your whole you, he never got to be a child. Well, well, but at the same Ever. time, you have to know the entire died di- stuff. Yeah, but he had everything. Yeah, yeah, he but, had every, oh, that's a great way to put it, Seth. He had like everything, it. but there's so much he didn't have yeah. because he never had a life. Yeah. But at at the same time, you have to know the family dynamic of that generation. Number one, his mama was spitting out babies like every other year, so that. And you're talking about they stayed in like a three bedroom hey, house. Hey, he's now, he's now. I got a bunch of young kids. <laughs> no, no, no. But but, but I'm but, but I'm saying his dad. His dad's mo- whole motivation was I can't go back to that coal mine. Mm-hmm. I cannot go back to that coal That's mine now. Man. One more day. I go to a coal mine if but my it, kid needs. But it's driven. It's this driven thing, and it maybe leads you to do bad things in, in relation to your children. But it also led to greatness. It's it's a weird. That's a weird trade off. Like if you want greatness in the sense of fame and ability, there's usually some torture. And, well, or and, some sort of sacrifice you make. Yeah, and yeah. and say that would be one of the questions I won't, would, would would like to ask him. Was it an internal drive for you to? Invent, Michael Jackson invented music. What? I mean, he not not music as a whole. He invented different styles of music. Yeah. I mean, he really did. He incorporated things that had never been put together before. He made songs that you would listen to, and the first time you'd hear them, it would be like, that's kind of weird, but I really, really like it. That's a jam. The video with the people's face changing in, like, the mid-'90s. Oh, uh, black and white. And I would like like to ask him, was that something internal inside you that, that came out or... Was that the external force of your father saying, "Son, you got to do something. We got to do more. Wouldn't it well, probably got to get be better. a mix? Yeah. Probably so. Yeah, but yeah. I, I would. That's the question. Was who would I like to talk to? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I'd like yeah. to see well, what well, he thought about it. Well, my whole thing, I can answer that a little bit. Well, you figure from the age of nine, you're groomed to do nothing but sing and entertain. And after a while, yes, that becomes what defines you. And then you you also have to put into account that who he was around when he was at that age singing those type of songs. Motown, you know, he was next door to the Temptations. Mm. You know, they helped them with their dance moves. You know, he was in the studio with Barry Gordy. You know, so a lot of that played a part into stuff that came later on. His songwriting style and things like that. It sounds like he's, I mean... He's he's around all this, you know, but he was nine. I mean, and yeah. you, what do you do when you're nine? You follow people around, you know, and I know, I mean, you want to think that all of that is happening, but then, you know, you, you also have the, his dad over here, you know, and you're like, hmm, can't really trust anybody, you know what I'm saying? Old daddy over there. Well, maybe to a fault, and I think it did affect, uh, from what I've heard, his love life. Like, he wasn't allowed to date anybody when they really had control over his life. Which, I mean, maybe when he's real young, that's smart. But when you're starting to get into your 20s and you're not allowed to date. Yeah. Well, well why, yeah. Do you, why do you think Miley Cyrus is going crazy now? She's going she crazy. crazy. Oh, she finally her. got away got away from her father and was like, yeah, yeah. no more yeah. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah Montana's gone. Yeah. Yeah. She unwrapped the mullet from around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I, I just wonder about Michael. I wonder if... <clears throat> he was 
I wonder if he was given hormones to keep his voice high. Well, there, I mean, there is like going back, like with opera, there was castrati, where they would castrate young I, you, men. Well, I, in order to keep I a wasn't going to use the castration word, but yes, that's... No, it's literally the t- they would turn these singers castrati. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. To, yeah, to keep the, the you the know voice high, yeah. And and I just wonder if something. I, have I don't want to go that far, but that if something like that didn't happen to him, and I mean that's going to mess you up, man. That is going to mess you up. Well, a lot of things is going to mess you up. Getting whoopings for not getting dance moves right is going to mess you up. Right. If you don't get this dance routine right, you're sleeping in the fireplace again. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Because um, when they did the uh, movie about their That's life, why I'm such a good dancer. I, I learned how to get them right. It, it, exactly. Um, when they did the... Uh, documentary about the family, the movie, yeah. and everything. His little brother actually got a whooping because he couldn't get this turn right. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's not the greatest incentive, but pain is... Everybody understands what pain mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear is a really good teacher. You you show somebody and you scare them, they're never going to forget that. Yeah, but the, the fall... The, the bad part about that is that somebody can never really find it as a self-directed thing sometimes. That if you instill in somebody a certain discipline or skill or whatever, and but it's based on a fear of some authority figure, well, 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 but at, you may at, not really end up loving it. Yeah, yeah but at, at the same time... Uh, you have different sides to that coin. That's just yeah, like that's just that's just like uh, what Katy Perry be in the music if her father wasn't right. You know, because he really didn't push her towards it. He really didn't want her in the music business. Right. But I mean, hanging out late nights in the studio with your dad and stuff, and the bug just bit. And yeah, well, yeah. I think there can be an influence. It's just. Uh, I think to the extreme, if you're threatening somebody with violence, uh, it even can, if they're nine, right? It, it can uh, mess you up. But uh, yeah, I'm. I came out with this song, "Rope, Lift Yourself," the new uh, Kanye song, one of them. Yeah, and uh, I love to do. You know, this is the song. I love to go. It's a website called Who Sampled, and so they sampled a song I had never heard. The song is called. The song is actually called "Liberty" by a band called Amnesty, and here's that song. It's not that far off and that different than what Kanye did. And a guitar. And that guitar is not difficult by any means. I can play that. Turn, put some distortion just, on that. Hey, that's like a 90s rock. Th- th- those are the best songs, though. It's just true acoustic like that. And it's a simple, yeah, you know, strum or something. And the, then that, uh, to me, it makes the words, it allows those words to give more meaning to the song than just beating your head on something because it just jams, you know. Well, I like that, too. No, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. 
those songs. I mean, Rebel Yell. I mean, Why really? Can't... I mean, how much meaning is there in Rebel Yell? Rebel Yell. Yeah, you're gonna I mention mean, White Wedding next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not that much meaning there. That it, we're gonna have this argument day. during the during but the But it's, it's a great song. I love it. <laughs> and I love this part of this song. But here, we're gonna hit a break. We'll come back. Uh, having too much fun tonight. say the cocaine thing, so I'm assuming that she was on drugs because it, during one of those frames, her eyes rolled back in the bottom of her, her head. They were that, gone. That could have just been the lights. Oh, yeah. Well, it was. And the effects of blurriness. It, it, it was the 70s, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, but uh, we were off air talking Brandon. about our weekend plans. What's going on? Oh, yeah, our weekend plans. How about last week? When we were all in here, we were having a great conversation. Oh, yeah. I think Brandon, Seth's got something to get off his chest or yeah, something. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. okay, so I got some beef. Okay. I know where the beef. It's right between us. Okay. okay with the butter and the beef and the right, knife. Do, do I need to come over there and get me in between y'all? No, no let's, let's just you'll sit back. the thing and let's it'll get loud. Let's just sit back, Let's just sit um, back. Last week, we were here with uh, Fiance. Okay. Okay, and I felt like it was a, uh, um, you questioned him about stuff that he's already been questioned about. Well, I didn't realize that. Oh, you don't listen every day. You should. Well, when I have time, you know, I you do, I do tune in. You don't have do to that. listen every day, but you should. Yeah, but most times when I have, <laughs> I have time, podcast. I yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. all those questions that you were curious about, mm-hmm. they're on there. They are? Just saying. Yeah, yeah, but it was good to rehash them because, you know, he asked them in a little different way than I Exactly. Oh, okay. And see, it was like cross-examining. Fiance. And just making sure he's going to give the same answers, too. Oh, right. he, he ain't like that, man. 
He's good, well, dude. Well, I, you don't know. It, it, exa- you exactly. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> well, he ain't like that. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't geez. like that. Trust but me. Maybe, maybe he's me. blind to something himself. I'd look bad, but I have good That's intentions. That's about the worst <laughs> argument I've ever heard. <laughs> trust me from Seth yeah. Sapotle. Yeah. Shit, trust me. Trust me. Sapotle. That's always the worst line in every movie when the best friend always asks, have I ever let you down before? And and then it'd always be some flashback, like, <laughs> like, like 50 times. Exactly. And like, catch me. It's like, huh? time they want to take your place. Them backstabbers. Backstabbers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's always like All right, that was it, Brandon. I'll leave you alone. Oh, no, you're good, man. I'm about to say anytime. But, um, I'm just speaking for the unspoken. So oh, yeah. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing this week? Um, probably binge watching How I Met Your Mother. Oh, where are you at in that? I'm just going to go from season one and go all the nice. way through again. I've seen it a hundred times, but I'm just going to do it again. I love, I love the, the saga of the slaps. You just got <laughs> slaps. <laughs> you guys watch Breaking Bad ever? Yes. A little bit. I'm moving. Yes. I never got into it. The house I'm moving into is already furnished. And um, Are you, are you going to start? Cooking meth and turning <laughs> a teacher. Hold is on. That is that so, what you're trying to say? You know Seth? the house that Walter White lived in. Yeah. I'm so it sorry. Kind of looks like where I'm moving into. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear about your cancer. Huh? Isn't doesn't Walter White do that? He had a cancer diagnosis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm so uh-huh. sorry. Then oh no, not bad. Oh then, man, then, I've got to lose lose uh, my beautiful locks. And then got to start cooking cooking Both in the of house. No. God, I gotta get an RV now. Get it right. <laughs> but there's a couch in there that has that floral design from the '80s. It's a brown and it's like got that white, and then it's got the leaves that are brown and it's kind of soft. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like corduroy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I know you're excited to be moving though. Oh uh, man, I don't care. Whatever's best for my kid. Oh. See now. Boom. Gotcha. I, I like gotcha. the I How I Met Your Mother marathon. Moving's always... It sucks. But, you know, once you get it done, it's nice. That's what so I'm like, doing, man. Well, well, well I'm, I'm, uh, my advice to you, because it's going to be hot this weekend, start early. Yeah. I've got an start army. Start moving your stuff early. I've got an army of anyone coming. I've got about 10 friends, and I don't have much stuff, and everybody's going to show up. I've told them nine, so they'll be there about 10 tomorrow morning. And, yeah. Um, i got the, plenty of people, not much stuff. And, and a couple different houses. And, oh. and that's that's what I'm saying. Probably by 12, 12.30, you want to be done. Yeah, and Because that's when the heat, the house, heat is the day. The people are coming Monday. and But I've got it. I mean, it'll get taken care of. But my number one goal is tomorrow getting that done because I get my kid back Saturday night. And I need a place for her to sleep. Oh, no, that's, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, man. I got priorities. What I are you doing, 84? What th- this weekend? Yeah, or tonight? This weekend? I I, I have no clue. That's y'all, a y'all, great y'all, answer. Y'all, y'all have way too many plans. I when when I leave Churros here, or karaoke. When I leave here, I'm going to sing karaoke and eat me a a, a, a little Mexican food. And yeah, that's what's up. Then after that, I mean, who knows? You know, the weekend, my, the, the my life Saturday and Sunday is just a toss up. Hold on, let me let me call Lauren. I called my wife. She can tell you what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> That's I mean, a smart man right there. Very you smart must man. have gotten in trouble. Very smart man. What are you man. sucking up for? I'm, I'm not in trouble. I just, you learn. That's the way you stay right. married for 22 years. Right. Are you, I mean, that's, that's. Wait, wait, wait a minute. This has been a PSA for fiance, wherever he is. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> yeah, Eric, if you're out there, just, just get the itinerary. Don't try to make the itinerary. And, and, and remember, what are we doing? And remember, she is always right. And I always love this wrong. one. 
just remember, I love you. I'm sorry. What do I have to do to fix it? <laughs> no. Wow. And how much is it going to cost me? Two words. <laughs> two, the, the two most powerful words. Yes, dear. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the two yep. most powerful words in the oh. English language. Yes, dear. Yeah, it's, it's it's getting done. All you have to know. And what are you doing, young Joey? Oh, well, I am going to eat, and then I'm going to watch Black Panther tonight. One of the roommates hasn't Great seen movie. it. Great yeah. movie. Wonderful movie. Put it up on brilliant 4K. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, look it's look at you. This all my it's TV comes sweet. to life. I'm it's so jealous. sweet. And then, you know, I, uh, I've i got other plans. I'm making plans to try to buy a house. Not tomorrow, not in a few months, but down the road. Kind of building up all the things you need to do that. And looking at new places to rent, because I think we want to get out of our current hole. Okay. Um, when you move home. Okay, I will. And then I've also been uh, looking around. Occasionally I do this. I look around the Book of Faces for like just epic status updates. Guy named Ryan Blackletter. Or no. Black Etter. Whatever. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan says, quote, It's hell when someone starts talking about Eastern religions, meditation, or yoga practice as a spiritual exercise. I know. I know. I can see where Ryan's going here. Because I do yoga, but not that whole namaste crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes, I wince. He's only trying to loosen you up for more. As expected, soon comes the audible breathing. While you two are driving to a movie, say, or another day, on another day, he sits cross-legged on your couch. Y'all ever sat cross-legged on a couch? I Especially can't somebody like that. Dating? Yeah, exactly. That's the last straw, of course. You have to shut this down before he starts talking about Herman Hess or God knows what else. Shout out to Mr. Ryan. He doesn't even listen to the show. I loved it. I could sit cross-legged in a chair, but I don't. I don't. I thought you were talking to If you can't so. sit cross-legged, you need to lose some weight. I'm, I ain't well, saying. No, I'm just saying. I don't mean like cross your legs like this. Like the normal. Like, talking like Indian style, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like actually sit oh, no, in a chair. No. I'm sorry, Native like, American style. Let me get that right. <laughs> no, my, <laughs> knees, my knees are way too bad to sit uh, like yeah, that. Uh, I never Heck no, man. If I got there, I wouldn't be able to get up. All right, fellas. <sighs> I, I have a thing. You have a thing? The death of Facebook. Yeah, is becoming a thing. Okay. Yeah. And um, Are you sure. I, I hope so. No. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. Why? Uh, Why is everybody so against technology? Ah, you old millennial. Bro, what? <laughs> no. no, I'm, I'm an '80s <laughs> kid. Okay. So one of the bands I like, Nine Inch Nails. They're having. A, uh, they're gonna do a tour, and it's uh, coming to Atlanta in September. Okay. And the only way that you can get tickets is going to a box office and actually buying the ticket from a person with cash, you know? So it's bringing... Oh, it's like, oh, it's like 1994 all over. Yes. Oh, no, okay. well, more like the 74, because in 94, I was still buying tickets <laughs> off the internet. Why did you point at me when you said 74, man? No, well, we actually have... Um, y'all keep going. So okay. I was born in 73. I'm you, not that old. <laughs> so you have to go and you have to talk to a person, and it says on the disclaimer, it's like, we're doing this because... To, it's too easy for, for people to get ripped off <clears throat> and people need to get back to face-to-face contact and it's like you may possibly run into other people that are buying tickets that also have black clothing on that you might have a conversation with so 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 basically they turned it not only into an experience to buy tickets but to also socially mix with other people that like 
the same music as you. Yeah, because nowadays people don't do it. They go on the internet, in their bedroom, they buy the ticket, they're done with it, never, they never talk to anybody, no social, social interaction at all. We, we talked about this like the last time you and me were on. That's what the world is now. But it, it doesn't have to be. Well, and I, I have to interrupt this conversation because we have a very uh, special call on the phone. Yes. <laughs> I believe this is... Uh, Craig, is this who I think it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up, fiance? Yeah. No, I just uh, I heard uh, what 84 said about uh, the whole uh, wife itinerary thing. You can ask, ask Brandon what I said the other day about our first dance at the wedding song. Where I told him, I said, she... She's handling all of that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of backed out of that one. Was like, yeah, I'm just gonna let her handle that. Did, did, on a, now, then, now, BFLE, did did you did she tell you who was gonna be singing the song <gasps> for y'all's first dance? Oh no. She she mentioned that she had asked you to, but she didn't say whether you were or not. It's gonna be a surprise, Jack. It's <laughs> gonna be a surprise. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, you guys better be ready. You get to sing. I, I, it's I gonna be no champagne time. slapping. Good time. He has no mm-hmm. idea what he's getting into. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, fiance, everybody on this side of the table has shorts on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're all wearing. I have George never too. seen this much leg in like three years. <laughs> and of course, I'm the hairiest one. <laughs> yes. I had some pretty hairy legs. Oh man, I'm but, not as hairy as you. But, yeah, I'm yeah. furry, man. But but how's the day going, fiance? It's going good. I'm I'm headed back to town, pick my daughter up, oh. going home. Oh, I'll tell her we said hi. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell your wife we said hey, and not to kill me when she sees me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her. All right, man. Take it easy. Appreciate the call, later, man. Wow, 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 wow. Now, I just saw this, and I don't really want... Not Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Act bullies help prepare kids for real life. He's correct! Yes. Yes, he is. Builds character. 100%. Kids don't get beat up anymore. I know. <laughs> I got beat up a lot. Yo, no, 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 but this is the thing. It's cyberbullying now. I'm just going to keep texting mean stuff to your phone. Instead of making you cry, it makes you slit your wrist because people have just taken it that further, that no, step no, no, further. No, 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 no. It does not make you do... Wait, no, you, make, you are, you are com- 100% wrong. It does not make you do a damn thing. You choose to allow it Amen. to affect you. My well, words so point. Imagine. And I'm sorry. And this is something yeah. I've been wanting to get off my get chest, it off your chest all week. Oh, I just hit the table again. Yeah, be careful. All week, this little girl, and bless her heart, I know her heart's in the right place, this building the bullying benches. God bless her for raising money and building bullying oh, benches. What in God's name would happen? I See, I, I didn't hit I just, the table just, that time. Boom. Turn it when we were in school, if there was a bench that says bullying bench for somebody to go sit on because they didn't have any friends, somebody would go over there and punch that kid. Or pull their hair. Or, or make fun of them. Or take their lunch money. I mean, damn, grow up. That's what you do. When you get bullied, you suck it up, and you get in their face, and you get in a fight. You might get your ass whooped. Very possible. I got my ass whooped yeah. in ninth grade. Yeah. 
in algebra class. Only once? I broke the dadgum chalkboard. What? We didn't even have whiteboards back then. They were real chalkboards. Yeah. The green ones, yeah. they oh, had to yeah. wash and do all the kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I've had to do that. I broke the chalkboard when the dude hit me. I had a black eye as big as these earphones on the side of my head. But he, he wasn't going to bully me anymore. Mm. And you know what happened? It stopped. That's how you got to do I it, learned brother. to stand up for myself. That's and what that's what do. people are not learning now. Yeah. It's... You stay in your little cocoon, and and yeah. you just you be a little you snowflake, and I'm okay. You're okay, and all I'm that. Have you better? Oh, I can't say the word. I'm a bull crap. I, I, I the know. Children are taught now. Damn. Well, no, and it, is, it is amazing too. Like kids that went through your generation or a little before. If you could tell them, like in the future, people will bully you, and to stop them, all you have to do. Is turn off your computer, your phone. <laughs> no, 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 no. You want me to make all you guys mad? And we had this same conversation at my job. If I told people of the generation before you, hey, in the future, even when you lose, you're going to get something called a participation trophy. Yeah, That's not yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on I participation know, But trophies. here's the thing. I was given all sorts of participation trophies, playing baseball and football <laughs> And even when I was a kid, I was like, what's this crap? <laughs> I didn't win anything. Yeah, you've got to earn that stuff. It, and they give it to you. It's like, why did I get this? I it, didn't do anything. It, right. And, and then it's like, it's like it demeans the kids who did wins because it's like, okay, their trophy looks just like ours. So what was the point? And one of the worst experiences I had in my life was getting coerced into coaching upward basketball. Basketball. Upward. Upward. Upward seems like the key word there. Not just normal basketball. But this is upward. the league where you don't keep score. What? What? Ah, that ain't you, fair. You, you, you know who no you No scoreboard. You played the game. What did every single one of those kids do? At the end of the game, they would say, we beat them 7 to 8 or, you know, <laughs> you know oh, oh, the, oh, the 12 kids? to 5. Oh, they're Kid. keeping score. And it's like, well, we, we, we don't want any of the children to feel bad for losing. And I'm like... Dude, this kid has not made a basket all year long. He knows he's a loser. He knows yeah. he sucks at basketball. But you got to learn that at some point. But, yeah. but, but if see, I was still trying to be a basketball player, I would be a complete failure. I learned I'm not good enough to be a professional basketball player. I got to find something else out to do. Yeah, but at, at the same time, don't get me started breathe, on participation man. trophies. You got to vein in your forehead just <laughs> pounded I got several but, of them but, but but you know what the same sentiments my bosses and all of them said the same thing they were like that is the craziest thing i've ever heard mm. because now the kids really don't have no reason they don't know how to, to lose exactly and so now you get these prima donnas in the nfl and the nba who when they do lose for the first time it's like mm. oh my god that's not supposed to happen it goes so much deeper than that though in my business, I employ people. I have actually had like 22, 23-year-old, I call them kids, yeah. come to work for me, and I, I, tell them, I give them a task to perform, and they don't do it. And I scold them and get on them. And they say, well, I tried my best. I don't give a enough. damn if you tried <laughs> your best. Enough. I didn't tell you to uh-huh. I didn't tell you to freaking try. I told you to go out and do this. Uh -huh. Well, I can't. 
I said, oh, I have a, I have, there's a saying mm. in my house, yep. can't, can't not a word. never did a damn thing. Go out there and do it. Yep. And but, keep trying until you are able to do it. Boom. But, Learn but, those dance routines. Boom. Learn Ooh. them. What, what, wait That's right. But, but you want to know what the trouble is? <sighs> Kids today no longer have to get summer jobs. So a lot of them, you're their first job. Yeah. They're still living at home with Mama Daddy. in their twenties. And Joey, yeah. what have you said? You, I mean, Joey taught me. So you can learn from everybody. Joey is oh, no. almost young enough to be my son. Yeah. Almost, almost. I mean, well, you could have got physically. I probably yeah, you could have gotten started that early. But, but Joey, <laughs> thank God you did. Joey said something that triggered with me. It's not the damn millennials' fault that they're snowflakes. It's their parents. It's the freaking parents. It's hey. You're being softy, man. You're hot oh, yeah. tonight. You know what I do with hot. my kid. I tell her to walk faster. When she falls, getting fired you know, up, you know. Yeah. yeah. When she gets a little, you know. Yeah. When she bummed. falls, yeah. Uh, she gets up. When we're walking and uh, we, we gotta go a little faster because we're crossing the street, uh, I don't pick on. her up. I right. tell her to go faster because she gotta learn somehow. But, but, but you know what? You have to key in on what kids do. Like when kids right. fall and stuff like that, the first place they look, they look at Boom. you. See what you're doing. Exactly. Because if you're freaking out, guess what? They're gonna okay, freak out. They're gonna freak out. Now I know exactly I can cry. Right. Now I know I, I need to panic. Mm -hmm. But if you're just fine and you okay, get up. Yeah, get up. Man, my Ain't nothing wrong with you. Hero. She's awesome. <laughs> she, Dad, Dad, you funny. I'm like, yeah, you too. Yeah, very, very <laughs> oh, she said her first sentence. Oh, oh, she said, Dad, Dad. Yeah. It's time for a high five. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Oh, man, oh, I freaked awesome. out. I was like, How yes, is it is. She's almost two. She turns two July 13th. I said, I got pumped. I was like, yeah, it is. And she ran over to me, and I was like, boom. High five my little kid in the face, and she fell, and we were like, woo. Not for real, but still. I that's mean, yeah, good that, times, That's, good that's actually a blessing that it has taken this long, because Sydney, my oldest, she turned 20 last weekend. And when she was about 13 months old, she got climbed out of her bed, run into our bedroom and said, look, Mommy and Daddy, I just climbed out of my bed all by myself. Like she was talking. We baby. Wow. She's talking in full freaking paragraphs. Did it freak you out? No, it didn't freak me out because she had been talking Started in for full little paragraphs. Stuff, yeah. And she just put it all together. And she still talks <laughs> non-stop. I wonder where she gets it from. I have no clue. I'm happy to be the father that's You can't make her shut up. And I've never heard I your mean, wife say just, anything about hi, I'm so-and-so. She interrupts people when they're trying to talk. I mean, she just talks all the time. And just runs over I Seth. don't know where she gets that from. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> oh, you are the man. And this is Seth's request. And yes. I'm Thank you. This is awesome, man. How are we friends? We are friends. Yeah, man. We're good friends. People of different tastes Indeed. coming together. Hey, People that don't get along make the best daggum friends, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Terrible minds taste the same. Well, we're out of time. Thank y'all for listening. I'll be back Monday. Thank you. Well, we're not judging. Hey, this, this is Murder song, Jane man. Crow, by the way. Yeah, Murder Jane Crow. Paralyzed. Yeah. I love sucks. Oh, man. Come on, Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> nice jorts. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>